0: You, you want to see something really scary? What is your favorite scary movie? I'm going to scare the hell out of you. What was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. They're coming to get you, Barbara.
1: When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. What's blood for, if not for shedding?
0: Welcome
1: to Fright Night.
0: Welcome back to Jump Scare. I'm Betty. And I'm Shed. We're continuing No Shave November with... Abominable...
1: anything still haven't found any bodies let's check out the woods That many people go up there nowadays he and his wife were involved in a climbing accident now he's seeing monsters
0: I mean it was like a loud boom like something big fell
1: but the lines are down there is something out there Hello! Now, this is not the kids' movie called Abominable, obviously, although that would be kind of funny if we reviewed that one, but we're going to pass on it.
0: I was going to say it's the kids'
1: version. <laughs>
0: this film has multiple cameos, like a shit ton of cameos, I yeah, feel. Yeah, there's a lot of people you'll recognize in this movie. So You've we got, have go ahead. D. Wallace in a very small role, like two minutes in the movie, that's it. Yeah, she's just in the beginning of the movie and then she's done. She's like, I came here to do my thing and I'm done. Uh, you have Dee Wallace, you have Jeffrey Combs. Yep. You have Lance Hendrickson. Lance Hendrickson.
1: I feel like Jeffrey Combs and Lance Hendrickson just made up their lines for this movie. They just showed up and were like, We're doing a Bigfoot movie? Okay, we're in the woods, we're hunters. Gotcha, let's go. And they just went from there. They probably have done enough of these kind of low-budget horror movies. They didn't really need to see a script. They just showed up and were like, what's his name? Bob? Okay, we're good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have those veteran actors. They could totally pull that off, so I'm sure. Those, and then even the, the conversation they're having is very, like, like they're just I feel feeding like feeding off one another, you know? Yeah, I feel like they've just had this
1: conversation before where they're just talking about Darwin Awards and how stupid people die. Yeah, I... That whole scene was
0: great. So the star of the movie is Matt McCoy. Um, his name is Preston in the film. He plays a paraplegic. Matt McCoy, he was the father from the Hand of Rock Secreto. He had a beard at that time, so oh, yeah. he looks a little different. But he was a hottie in in the film. Rebecca de, Mor- de Mornay was, you know, trying to... Well, actually, she was trying to get revenge about the whole thing. But she did try to seduce him, so there's that. He was also the replacement for Steve
1: Guttenberg in the Police Academy movies. Oh, yes, he was. He did a couple of those. I know he did at least Police Academy 5 and 6, maybe 7. I'm not sure. I think everybody dropped out by that point. Except for the like people that were like, no, this is how we live. We make Police Academy movies.
0: So he's a paraplegic who is going through some kind of one of those crazy like therapy sessions where the therapist is like go back to the place of your trauma and face it you know face your
1: trauma head on
0: yeah and when he means head on he means like when you look out the window there's the trauma right there because i just saw my you know a year ago i saw my wife or six months ago i saw my wife fall off a cliff like she they were they were like one of those you know couples that do all the hiking and rock climbing stuff together i'm gonna
1: tell you right now never go climbing on a place called
0: suicide rock yeah that's that's not a good place to be doing that i feel like you should not be like when you end up not coming back yeah like (laughs) whether it's by your hands or not but the rock is like i'm taking your life i need souls. So yeah, so the basic pitch of this movie
1: is it's Rear Window with Sasquatch.
0: Yeah, and that's a great pitch. It is. I we were watching it, and you know he he gets wheeled into the house, and uh, he picks up the binoculars that look over a shadow. I'm like, um, is this real window? <laughs> like, <laughs> meets Sasquatch. Yes, it is. <laughs>
1: um. Now, this movie was directed by a guy named Ryan Schifrin, and the music was done by Lalo Schifrin, who you'll know his name because he's the guy who came up with the Mission Impossible theme and composed a ton of movies over the years, and that's his dad. So, I thought that was kind of interesting. They teamed up on this to uh, do this little father-son duo here. you got him directing and writing, and then... And the the, poster. The poster was done by uh, by Drew Struzan. Yeah. So, this movie's got a lot of stuff going for it, although... Sadly, on Peacock, where we watch this, they do not use the very cool Drew Struzan poster. They use, like, a close-up of the Bigfoot face. But on TeeWee, they have the very cool
0: Drew Struzan poster. Which I'm like, what, like that's an iconic artist for poster art. Like, Why wouldn't why? you use that everywhere? Yeah. Exactly. Like, what kind of shit is that? So, next door... So they're, like, in some kind of, like, fancy-schmancy, like, condo, like, cabins...
1: Yeah, they're in cabins up there, and across from them is where there just happens to be a group of girls staying for a bachelorette party. Oh, that's always going to be bad news.
0: Yeah, it. spoiler alert, it doesn't work well. It doesn't end up well for these chicks. Yeah,
1: anytime there's a group of girls going to a bachelorette party or
0: you know going off for a girls weekend, there's never a movie where that goes well for them. This is also, not to get ahead, but um, this is also on Tubi. As well, yeah, that's what I said. Oh, you said Tubi. Okay, I thought you said Peacock. I said Peacock was where it has the terrible poster. Oh, and Tubi yes, is where it has the good poster. Well, someone needs to take a nap. <laughs> 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 I totally just blanked out a whole thing because I was so focused on. Wait, we should tell them where they can find this movie because you need to see this movie. Okay, now. The first movie we watched didn't have any Bigfoot action in it. Like, barely anything. Like, you didn't even see him. Not even a fucking toe. This movie, you're seeing this motherfucker for every angle. Front, side, booty angles. Like, you got it all. Okay? And it does not disappoint.
1: I was going to say, did this satisfy your Sasquatch murder quotient you were
0: looking for? Hells fucking yes, it did. And I don't even understand why people don't ever talk about this movie because not only and i'm not a gore whore but it's it's fucking graphic dude and some it has some amazing kills in it yeah i've
1: never seen the bigfoot just grab someone and bite their entire face off like happens in this
0: and it is a great scene it's it is a great scene it is fantastic and you know matt mccoy does an excellent job. Even though I did point out, I was like, "Why is he dressed like Anthony Perkins in like Psycho?" <laughs> he's he got the Anthony Perkins like hair. Also, he's very thin framed, like scarily thin framed. And then he's wearing the khaki pants and the black turtleneck. And the black turtleneck. That's what like threw it all together. I don't know if he was like channeling. Which, I mean, for those of you that do not know. And Rear Window, that's not Anthony Perkins. That's Cary Grant. So, like... Jimmy Stewart. Oh, Jimmy Stewart. I'm sorry. Two Grant actors. He uh, <laughs> uh, got my got my actors confused. Jimmy... a hey, but I, at least I knew that it was not fucking Anthony Perkins. Okay? So, yeah, it's not him. So, I don't know why he came on set with, like, the energy of Anthony Perkins. Who knows? But, yeah, he totally had that kind of, like, vibe going for him. And you know these girls of course like any girl any woman you know you see a guy even if he is a paraplegic with some binoculars you think this guy's a fucking pedo like he's a pervert not a Mm. pedo, a pervert
1: (laughs) well it could be that too (laughs) he's peeping at you with giant binoculars from his house you're like oh okay this is what's going on
0: yeah and it all starts because one of their friends was obsessed with being on the phone and she decides to go outside to take a call and here comes fucking Sasquatch, and let me tell you, the Sasquatch, they he does have like predator vision, you know, where he's like every time you see it from his point of view, it's like weird. I can't even explain what it looks like, but I just thought like immediately predator. It's not just dis- it's not colored weird. It's just you know animal A vision. Kind of point of view. Of yeah, that's when you know you're like looking through the the Bigfoot's eyes. Bigfoot's eyes. Um. And yeah, he just snatches that bitch right up. Like, gone within seconds. And of course, what else do you have, like, left to do with this damn condo cabin? But look out the damn window, because he has nothing to do. And his caretaker's a fucking asshole. And the second that I saw this guy, and the first interaction at the beginning of the movie between Preston, a.k.a. uh, Matt uh, McCoy and this dude i'm like i hope this guy dies because he is terrible he, he's paying this man and he's treating the the whatever the the fucking nurse is treating him like he's a child that knows nothing and he's yeah. so condescending
1: yeah i, I, I sent him home right away i had been like well you're fired i'll get someone else to come in here
0: yeah he was cannon fodder he just needed it was just like we we, we all know he gotta die yeah, we, they wanted to make this guy as big an asshole as possible,
1: so you wouldn't feel bad when he dies. And boy, so you're fucking su- cheering. Yeah, they succeeded. They did succeed. You definitely were like, "Oh yeah, this guy. I've got no problems with him getting his head ripped off
0: by Bigfoot." Bigfoot, man, he was just. It wasn't even like he was hungry because he he was full. He he had whole he had bodies. A lot of people. He ate a lot of people. I feel like at one point he was just like, you know what? I'm bored. It's 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 a Friday night. It's a full moon. We're not doing anything. Let's just I'm just gonna kill some people. That's what I'm doing today. Like
1: now, this movie may have inadvertently answered a question that we had in the previous podcast about why, if Bigfoot is out there, why if he dies does no one ever find the body? This one. Kind of explains that a little bit. Because there's a scene where, oh, you think Bigfoot's dead. You're pretty sure he's dead.
0: Wow, we just skipped right to the end. Okay.
1: Yeah, we're going right to the end. We're, we're going to cut back and forth on this. Oh, okay. The movie's like 16 years old at this point. We can't spoil it too much. <laughs> you think Bigfoot's dead. It's the typical, you know, scene in any slasher movie where they're pretty sure he's dead, but you wouldn't get close to him just in case. Yeah. The sheriff's department goes back to look. There's no Bigfoot. But then they keep looking around. And then you see more eyes out in the forest. A lot of Bigfoot eyes out there. Yeah. So maybe you were right. Maybe the Bigfoot, the Sasquatches, do come take care of their dead.
0: Maybe they do. And you know what? That actually was a fantastic way to end the movie because they did it in such a clever way where... The POV from the police is like they're looking out and they're seeing all the shadows of like the trees, which are towering. Obviously, they're in a forest, but then in between all the spots where the trees are separate, which would kind of like make like a triangle shape between like the yeah. trees, that's where the shadows of the of the Bigfoot of the big feeted people, the <laughs> Sasquatches. <laughs> the Sasquatches. There you go. try eye. How you say it? Squash-eye. Um, they're filling in... multiple Sasquatches. I don't... Is it, is it Big Feet? Is it Sasquatches? I don't even know, dude. sasquatch a Because they never talk about them in groups. He's always singleized. Yeah. Um... They feel that, you know, first you see the eyes, and then, then you see, like, the shadow. And it's it's very clever. I thought it was a great way. And so also, I explains. wanted Paul Gleason to die because he was a fucking asshole in this movie, too. If no one knows who the hell I'm talking about, he's the principal from the Breakfast Club. Yeah, he's the guy running
1: detention. Um, so maybe that does explain a little bit of it. Maybe that's why, too, Bigfoot disappeared. Maybe that's why he was still hungry. Maybe it wasn't the same Bigfoot attacking mm. throughout the whole thing.
0: Maybe it was multiple ones. Maybe it was
1: multiple ones. Maybe each person that was abducted by the Bigfoot and killed and eaten, that was one guy. There was one Bigfoot doing it, and there was actually five or six attacking. When they each got their victim, they carried it off to the cave to eat it, and then that's why they kept coming back. There was more than one.
0: They were like, hey, Bigfoot 1, what you doing tonight? Bigfoot 2 is like nothing. Bigfoot 1 is like, you know what? We should have a barbecue. Bigfoot 2 is like, sounds great. Bigfoot 3 is like, I just saw like five girls going to a cabin. Bigfoot 1 is like, fantastic. And over on the
1: other cabin, there's a guy over there that probably can't run away. He's in some kind of wheelchair. (laughs) And the asshole that's with him is such a dick that even I hate him. And I'm up Sasquatch out here in the woods. So no one's going to miss those guys.
0: I'm going to tell you right now, and this is going to sound really terrible, but... I mean, the Bigfoot didn't give three fucks about Matt McCoy because he was obviously, he couldn't do anything. I don't think that the Bigfoot was like, this guy's a real um, threat to me at all. And he has nothing to offer me because the man weighed like 70 pounds. Like he was, I mean, in my mind, I'm like, maybe Matt McCoy was like, he's like a method actor where he's like, oh, I'm a paraplegic. I'm going to be as thin as I could possibly get because people like that in those scenarios tend to be very thin framed. And also there's
1: other guys going to have to carry me up and down the stairs a
0: couple of times in scenes. Yeah, like that's not CGI. Like he's actually carrying him which you did make a note like oh man you have to be pretty strong they be carrying like another whole ass man yeah, and he's like going guy. upstairs like it wasn't like oh they carried him from the door to like the car and then there's a door to the house right there like fucking two steps away like no. no he
1: carried him up a lot of steps and you saw him walking too so i'm like damn that's gotta you have to be pretty strong to do that just to carry anybody up there but especially a full grown man
0: so maybe he did that intentionally but who knows but yeah, the bigfoot was like, I have not like that's literally like floss to me, like I, I like that's gonna be like a, a sharp bone that I'm gonna use to pick in between my big bigfoot teeth to get all the meat out. Like so, he left that for a last. He didn't give it a damn. But notice how the girl that gets the girl that throws the drink on the other girl's face. The girl that gets all the drink on her, the weak one, that's the one that gets attacked first. That's yeah. a, I'm sorry. Secondly, the first one was the one on the phone. Bigfoot's like, no, bitch, you're out here in God's country. You're supposed to be, like, not on the phone. So, etiquette, you're dead. Like, I'm going to kill you right off. <laughs>
1: I'm you I right don't appreciate
0: now. you on the phone. <laughs> you're interrupting and disrupting, like, the fucking uh, deer that are roaming around. My food. You're fucking with my food. <laughs> i don't care i don't care i don't care what you got going on over here you're i'm gonna kill you so yeah and then he got the girl that was a weakling you know um also i mean i hate to say but there's a shower scene and it doesn't disappoint and um yeah she hey at least
1: he was he was kind of a gentleman he looked away from the he saw her in the shower bigfoot no matt mccoy
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, first of all, no, he didn't. He looked away for five, not even a second, and then he was back at it. And he kept looking at her. I know it was for her quote-unquote well-being, but come on. Come on. He hadn't seen a woman naked in a really long time. Like And that was his wife before, so who knows what their sexual relationship was like. He could have not seen a naked woman for, like, fucking three years. <laughs> so he was like... Oh, I'm just checking to see if Bigfoot got her. Wink, yeah. Spoiler alert: Bigfoot did. Yeah, he did. Ooh, and he got her like. So, for you horror fans out there, the ending of um, Nightmare on Elm Street, where it's like dream sequence where Nancy's mom gets pulled in through the window and she gets folded up. This is how this bitch gets through like she comes out of the, the fucking window. The
1: window there. Or also how like the uh, deputy got killed in the blob. Oh yes. He folded and pulled through the hole in there. Yeah, that guy. Paul poor Paul McCrane, he died terribly at the blob, RoboCop, and ER.
0: Yeah, he did not have any good luck. I feel like he's like that guy from Lord of the Rings where it's just like you're just going to die all the time. Oh yeah, uh I forgot Sean his damn name. Sean Bean, yeah. Sean Bean. He's always going to die.
1: He spells his name S-E-A-N, just like his last name is B-A-N, and then pronounces them differently. Either you're Seen Bean or you're Sean Bond. You can't
0: have both. I can't with you. <laughs> I give this... You know, we didn't rate the last movie, so let's just, I'm going to rate it now. Even though you may, out there in the world, may or may not have heard our Willow Creek review, I'm going to give that one knife
1: yeah I'll give it one and a half just because of the there was some good acting stuff in that one, but we're rich we will be talking about Willow Creek now. Um, more things about abominable. We forgot to mention uh, one of the other people that's in this besides Paul Gleason that shows up, you know playing an asshole just like he did in Breakfast Club. You've also got Phil Morris who you will recognize from a lot of things. He's been in everything from Star Trek 3, the Revival of Mission Impossible in the 80s. he's done voice work, <coughs> excuse me. He's done a lot. He plays one of the sheriff's deputies in it. He's one of those guys that as soon as you see him in every movie, you're like, oh, that guy. I recognize him. But he's just a character actor that, you know, he's never quite hit it big time, but you always see him and stuff, and he's always good.
0: He's always working. That guy's always working.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's stopped working since, like, the freaking Star Trek Three, like, 1983.
0: He worked before then. So yeah. he's he, he been very busy for a long, for decades. Yeah. He's had a good career. Um, I... I I don't know, I I really enjoy this movie. I would watch it again. I would watch this movie again. Not today because we just saw it, but I, I I would give it a revisit. So far, I'm gonna go on the record: best foot Bigfoot movie ever made. Boom! I'm gonna throw that out there. Uh, show me something that's better.
1: Well, I think because this one actually has like a a lot of movies when you start with you start with uh like it's Rear Window with Bigfoot. Okay, that's a pretty good concept right there. You tell that to anyone, they know what to expect. Yeah. And you know what to do. It's like the movie Outland, where they're like, it's high noon, but it's in space. Mm. You're like, okay, I get it. They're coming to a space station instead of coming to a small town for the showdown. Yeah. Or whatever. I get it. Those kind of high concept movies like that, if you do it right, they always work well. That's how you end up turning Seven Samurai into The Magnificent Seven. Like what if instead of a western or a samurai movie, it's a western movie. Yeah. That kind of stuff, you do it right, it'll be amazing. And they really pulled it off in this one. They sure did. When you start with the Hitchcock template, it's kinda hard to go
0: wrong. They sure did. And it was a very smart move on their part because it was entertaining and the kills I mean and the fact that it wasn't a lot of these Bigfoot like movies or found footage. And that also was a plus because it's just like it doesn't need to be a found footage movie. Um,
1: and you actually, like you said, you see the bigfoot. A lot of movies are on the either on that oh less is more. Let's not show you the monster.
0: Yeah, because Let's they can't. They don't have the budget monster. for it.
1: Yeah, and I get it. But at least save your. What was that one we covered? Oh, after midnight. Was that one we covered where they talked about the monster through the entire?
0: two hours
1: well it was only an hour and 20 minutes that movie but it felt like two hours it
0: felt like two hours
1: but then at the very end of the movie they bust out that incredible looking monster yeah it was great when you finally saw it it was like why couldn't we have seen that before
0: because it cost so much money to have on screen
1: I guess so I always felt like that was a good movie but it would have been an amazing short if that had been 30 minutes it would have been an amazing tales from the crypt
0: i agree it would it could have been a short i did not need to see an hour of marital or relationship issues because that's all that movie is and in the last 20 minutes you know you got the monster yeah that might, and it's, it's not like, even i for to be honest sorry to mean to cut you off to be honest i think the fucking monster is like ten, the last 10 minutes
1: yeah that would have been great. That would have been a great short. A 35 minute movie of that would have been amazing. If that had been a Tales from the Crypt or Tales from the Dark Side, it would be up there with ones you're still talking about to this day. I agree with you.
0: Now I've... this one, uh, on a scale of knives, I'm going to give this one three and a half knives. Three and a half knives. Okay. I'm going to give it three knives. Okay. I can't always give the highest of knives even though I like it because I ha- there has to be something that that you know people got to work to achieve to get the four knives like we we, we, we got to give them something to do and i hope i do see another amazing bigfoot movie we actually had i think two people recommend another bigfoot movie to watch night of the demon which we, we were gonna watch it it's just hard to find it's only available i think on screen box if I
1: can work that out for the end of the month, maybe we'll watch that and uh, add our thoughts onto that, either to the uh, Thanksgiving episode or just add in a little like five-minute bonus episode, telling what we thought of *Dying of the Demon*.
0: Yeah. Now, just right off the bat, it's it's very, uh, ve- it's literally like I just woke up hey shad you want to make a movie you want to make a movie about bigfoot and then that's that's what happens that's what the trailer looked like like that's it's straight out like it's super indie movie which there's nothing wrong with that this looks
1: like one of those very low budget shot on video things from the early 80s that will either be amazing or it'll be completely terrible so i'm hoping it's amazing
0: i don't know i mean i feel like the people the people have spoken and they provided their opinion on what we should cover and these people don't know each other right no okay so those are two separate people that have come and put this on the table i'm gonna say that it's probably pretty good from what i saw with the way that they did one of the kills i'm like that's fucking super classic low budget shit right there and i'm for it i'm about that i'm really about it but yeah i gave it the three and a half knives check it out it's on peacock and Tubi. I feel like you won't be disappointed. Three and a half. You just said three a minute ago. Three? Did I say three and a half? I'm sorry. You're three and a half. I'm three. Yeah. Okay. I'm three. You You're need three to and snap a half. badly, don't you? <laughs> I'm turning into a big, big foot right now. <laughs> I'm going to literally just start leaving my huge feet. Also, I mean, like. Does he have like? He obviously has to have like mad callus, right, from like walking her think foot so. all the time. Like his foot's like made for that, right?
1: I would assume. Yeah, you can't like, have like soft, tender feet when you're Bigfoot running around in the woods.
0: Maybe when they noticed that people were noticing them, they just started like muddying like their big their feet prints, like their footprints. You know what I mean? Like kind of like like when he's you like don't want to be tracked anymore. He's tying you kinda... bushes
1: around the back of his feet to like you know
0: yeah cover yes! him up as he goes. Yes! How clever. Exactly. Exactly. Or Amazon could be delivering same day or next day so delivery. So he has a phone
1: with internet and an Amazon account and a credit card?
0: Yes. Yes, he does. And Oh, that's
1: right. We discussed before they are working as lumberjacks.
0: <laughs> he has somebody that does it for him. Ah, okay. So he has so. an assistant now. Yeah, he has an assistant. Because the assistant is the one that helps him, like, cover his identity. He has to have some kind of, like, human connection out there that, like, it's kind of like Dracula and, um, what's his face? Renfield. Renfield. He has a Renfield, and he orders the thing. And basically, I'm trying to tell you what he's ordering. He orders a Roomba, and the Roomba just cleans. (laughs) It just cleans. No, no? No. You're not buying Cause it? Because where
1: would you charge the Roomba?
0: The, the assistant does it. Renfield does uh, it. Okay. Footfield. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> but Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. It concludes our No Shave November. Thank you so much and stay tuned to the horror.
1: And now folks, it's time to say goodnight.